What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio in Matawan, New Jersey. Sturchin Gucher in the house. Dina Simpson's in the house producing this bad boy of a show. I hope you guys are doing well out there. I hope you guys are, uh, you, you slept good, and I hope your days are off to a good start. And if this is your lunch break that you're taking at 11 o'clock, we hope to be entertaining for you. Uh, first and foremost, like the video. Do us that solid. That would be great. Now, I, I have to point this out to a couple of the Facebook users out there, my dad being one of them. Uh, dad, go into the YouTube and like the video on YouTube. Hit the thumbs up. He keeps liking my posts uh, on Facebook, <laughs> and I think that he's like, oh, I did it already. <laughs> you know? So do that for me. Appreciate it. Uh, everybody who's watching this, please like the video. Thank you so much for that. And of course, if you're not subscribed to the channel, do that too, because we're putting out content all off-season long as we're going to dive into the NFL today. But first, quick order of business. Um, obviously, a uh, Patreon.com if you want to support Chop Sports in a monetary way. $3, $5, $10, you name it, we have the option for you. We're going to be adding things, especially coming up in March. We're going to have a watch party for the next UFC fight. Who shows up, that's up to you. But you got to be a Patreon member, uh, a $10 Patreon member. That's the Dynasty member to join that. So that's part of the perks. Uh, so you don't have to pay for uh, the pay-per-view at home. You don't have to legally stream it. You can just come here, enjoy it, drink some beers, eat some food, have a good time. Colby's going to win the fight, by the way. We'll get more into that in well, the Chop eat. Sports Combats, uh, Chop Heads Combat Sports Podcast as we go. But yes, Chop Colby heads. against uh, Masvidal. Street Jesus? Street Judas. What do they call him? It depends who you are. Colby, de <laughs> Colby definitely calls him Street Judas. But then he's Street Judas to me because you know, I'm, I'm a Colby the, guy. The media dubbed him Street Jesus. Okay, well, he's Street Judas to me. I refuse to uh, say that. Who? I said I refuse to say that. Yeah, no, he's Street Judas to me. Uh, but yeah, Patreon.com, join that as well. And of course... First and foremost, a couple of the sponsors joining us, uh, Lilac and Sage, okay, Women's Boutique. I I didn't personally go on it yesterday, <laughs> but I do know a couple people that went on it. They found some great items. If you enter the code CHOP10 at checkout, you get 10% off. Though It's a Women's Boutique. Be sure to treat the ladies. I know Valentine's Day was yesterday, which, by the way, people got it. Just like It's almost as if it's not a national requirement to put out a post about how much you're in love. Like It just doesn't – if you have to do that – you're trying too hard, and I think that it's counterproductive. Because then what? Then you got to follow it up the next day and do it again. Well, I like, think no. I think a lot of this is generational. Whereas yeah, maybe people so. at our age may not be inclined to post everything on social media about their private life. But other people look. That's just the way of the world now. So I just look the other way. I don't, yeah. Well, I, I and I, honestly, I'm I'm probably borderline in trouble for not making my my obligatory <laughs> See, post. Don't be in trouble. But I don't think I don't think that you don't I am. Post Honestly, I don't think that I'm in trouble. I was for, just but saying what that I'm saying is cheap. this. What I'm saying is this. If you don't po you barely post, bro. If you go to your Instagram, you don't have any posts. So like if if you posted every day and then didn't post something for Valentine's Day, I'd be like, "Yo, man, come it's on." Kind of fucked up, dude. Yeah, man. But, yeah. Like, come on, dude. You know, like but I if you don't post, then it's not a thing, right? So it doesn't matter. It shouldn't yeah, be. it's all about the power of the Instagram story, though. Yes, because then okay, it's like, fine. It's not really a post. Did you put it in your so story? I didn't. <laughs> but anyway, but that's, that's not. Okay. That doesn't mean that I do not love her, and that you know I did not <laughs> right, want to wish right. her a I'm happy gonna, Valentine's right. Day. I'm going to be sick. Um, but yeah, happy Valentine's Day, Ash. I'm sure she's watching from the other room. Um, I'm going to get but, a text in a second. Yeah, you're screwed. like I'm not mad. Um, yeah, so lilacandsage.com. Um, I'm sorry. It was lilacsage. Boutique.com. Boutique Sorry. So that's my uh, co-producer of that commercial. Be sure to get over there. Support small business. This is a business also owned by veterans. So they've served our country for the love of God. So 
Do yourself a favor, support small business. Speaking of another business, manscaped.com. That's right. Chop Sports is the code. I'm not, this is all practice for me because we're not doing the official reads until next week. But make sure if you're going to be treating your, 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 if you got some furry balls, you you need to get this lawnmower 4.0, baby. Yes. There's a whole bunch of stuff on the way to the studio right now. We might actually get it today to experience it and try it. Uh, We're getting one ball trimmer between the two of us. I'm kidding. I call Thursdays. I call Fridays for the weekend. Fresh cut Fridays. Uh, but anyway, so yes. Yo, Nick Shine, what kind of comment is this? I just I can't even bring it up. What you're telling me that I'm an I'm an underground IG DM legend. Now that's gonna get. Now if there's anything that's gonna get me in trouble, it's I know that. what he's talking about. You send a lot of you send a lot of clips. Yeah, like funny clips. Funny clips. Yes, you send yes. a lot. I get two a day, three a day from you. And like we don't we text all day. But like I think you have like a a list of people that just. It automatically yeah, like I have, I have my well, no, I I pick out oh, who okay. I think is going to appreciate this, this right. funny clip or this. Yeah, amazing to call him a DM legend is uh, <laughs> a little sus. You know, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't say it like that. So it's not definitely like that. Um, I caught Dina using the lawnmower 4.0 on the cats last night. Speaking of cats, my cat Dez returns to his home today. I'm How's very excited. Feeling? I think my he's cat, good. He's yeah. peeing on his own now. I think my oh. cat great. is pregnant. Oh, oh God! You know what, dude? And this, I, I don't want to go tr- off on a tangent on on cats. And we and tried pet, to get the cat fixed, care. but she was like six pounds or six ounces too light. They wouldn't do it, and then she just took it upon herself to to get knocked up. Yeah, to take care of business. Nice. That way, in that uh, way, girl. I will say this though: on Sunday morning, Super Bowl Sunday morning, I have all these bets out. I'm putting money everywhere, right? Blah blah blah. I got to go to the vet because my cats are like moaning, like mah, mah, like the entire like for two days. I'm like. Something's wrong with my boy Des, right? And, and yes, he was named after Des Bryant before Des Bryant blocked me on Twitter. Um, so Des uh, was sick. We had brought him to the vet. And of course, these are your pets, guys. Like, so everybody's going to do everything for their pets, no matter what the cost. Dude, they slide, they slid over a $2,400 bill to fix my cat. I almost said, like, open up the back door and I'll just forget I saw anything. But I, I'm thinking of my kids. I'm thinking about, like, the people that love this cat. It's not going to happen, bro. I, would, I can't. I, I'll pay everything. You know, like, if they came to me and, like, by the way, it's 10 G's to make this cat feel better tomorrow. And I'm, I'm 10 I, G's I in went hole. to Ashley. I was like, you know, we have to get insurance for, I was for the cat now. I, and then she's I like, it's funny. That. She's like, I've been telling you to take care of insurance for yourself because, like, I'm, like, the worst with yeah. taking care of anything that's... To do I mean, dude, I, I, it just it put me back on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, open up the back door. Pause. Oh, damn. Yeah, that is a pause moment. Good job. <laughs> well Shine uh, on the on the money with that one. Also, before we get into the meat and potatoes and everything that's going on in the world of sports, a.k.a. just football, um, Jimmy Palumbo is going on stage April 1st, ladies and gentlemen, from the Carteret Avenel. Shit. It's Ab- April 1st in Avenel. Avenel uh, Performing, Performing Arts, Arts Center. Center. The um, the after party is at uh, Curtin's uh, Restaurant. So anybody who hasn't grabbed the ticket, there's a pre-sale going on right now. And it's actually really good. There's only like 40 spots left. Yeah, there's not so. a lot of seats left. So if you guys want to check out Jimmy Palumbo, which, by the way, a new episode dropped today, go check out Jimmy. I'll be there. It'll be fun. Uh, we'll drink. We'll have a good time. We'll have some laughs. And Jimmy's actually a really funny dude. As annoying as he is, <laughs> he's a very funny guy. Like, he actually is, in fact, a comedian after all. So I love Jimmy to death. And, um, yeah, go check I'm gonna him out. I'm going to sit April front 1st. row and see if you can get me to laugh. It's going right. to be tough. I might smirk a few it's times, tough. but it's going to be tough. Getting me to laugh is a tough deal. It is Tommy tough D deal. did it the other day with the, with the land with the Ariel thing. Like, yeah, I actually was, laughed. I went home and podcast, watched it a couple times. Very rare. Like, Man, that's gold. Uh, all right. So, uh, sports, right? I mean, that's what we're here for. 
Before we get into everything else, I'm not Murray yet. Damn, Gina just jumping the gun. Well, they know now. They know now. They know now. They know. But I wanted to tur- uh, touch on the Knicks first Ew. of how bad the Knicks are and how much. Oh, money I have Nets news I w- too. So you have all right. So the Knicks obviously lost to the Thunder last night. Which, by the way, they were ten point favorites. They lost outright. Aren't you kidding me? This is this is we've hit rock bottom. As a, as a fan base, as a team, uh, I think Scoop's biggest thing was like, well, at least they trapped the same guys out there every night. What is that, a moral victory? Like, no, I, mean, I think that's Scoop's way of saying, like, get Fournier to the bench and put somebody else in there that's younger. And I think that's, oh, that just, was his dig that's at, a dig at Kyle. Oh, okay. Yes, See, I didn't Dave, know that. Get All with right. it. Get with it. Oh, um, uh, man. Nets news. Nets news. You, um, you had some. It came out today that KD is the one that traded Harden, not the Nets. <laughs> that's great. So Kevin Durant was like, yeah, you know what? This dude's annoying. He's kind of fat. I he's think he's drunk fat. during the games. Uh-huh. So he called Sean Marks like at the final hour of the deadline. Sean Marks like, I just got this bloody guy. Why and, am I going to trade him away? he was like, yeah, it's time to move on from this dude. We want the other psychopath from Philly to come in here and <laughs> see if he could figure things out. Now, picture Ben Simmons and Kyrie. Now, Has he suited up yet? I don't think so. Simmons for the Nets? I don't think now, so, right? Ben Simmons was citing mental health issues why he wasn't playing in Philly. Is coming to Brooklyn going to fix all that? Uh, yeah, and definitely. I'm, I'm imagining. I'm imagining that that's that New be. York media won't eat him up the first free throw he misses. Uh, should lead with Murray. Start small, get bigger as you go. Thank you. I'll show myself out. That is the first topic when we get to football. But yeah, there's a couple things I wanted to touch on the basketball stuff. It's just it's it's getting to the point where it's just nauseating to watch the Knicks. However, I did win a unit last night. Just one. Uh, I filed the sauce and uh, I filed one of AJ's plays, uh, which did not hit. Um, Again, I got to start doing my own research when it comes to like, I, I just like, I get a feel. You know what it is? AJ has some good words of persuasion. Like his write-ups are very detailed. I will say like, if you go to Kyle Kerms. No, actually his his is not on KyleKerms.com. So it's on Twitter. All his write-ups and stuff, they're very detailed. So like, I actually took a couple to heart. I was like, you know, he's got a good point here. Bang, put the money down. Bang, lose. Um, <laughs> so. um, more on the nets though. And I did read this the other day as well. And Kyle brings up a good point in the comments section that... Kyrie and, and Harden have been going at it in scrimmages, and Kyrie's been getting the better of him, even though he's not really in basketball shape. And I think it's part of the reason why the Nets were moving on. At least this is what the article said. Really? I'm not sure if there's any legs to that, but if that is the case and Harden wanted out because he was not able to beat one of his teammates in his scrimmage, that's probably the softest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, NBA players being, being soft? Serious? Stop. Go on. Well, I mean, every single athlete at, at some point nowadays, it's just a generation. I Wait think a the generation is soft across the board. People Hold say on. that about all the sports. Hold on. AJ went four and one last night. So I picked the one loser. Yeah, that's I gotta why stop. you. That's, I got to stop. Look, Dave. I got to stop. I cherry- listen, I played the whole slate on uh, or five games worth the top plays. I played the top plays cherry yesterday. Picking. I, I didn't cherry pick on the sauce. I picked the top plays, and I think he went three and two. Mm-hmm. If I had him, yeah, three and two. So that's why I went plus money. But yeah, I cherry picked the one prop, and I lost. <sighs> Damn it. I got to start. All right. Well, I got to get the bankroll up, man. It's freaking the, the roll is no bueno right now after the Super Bowl. I lost a l- nice chunk of change on all those stupid props. Okay, so I just got a text. I just got a text from Nick Shine. Thank you, Nick Shine, for this because this is what we're talking about. Kyrie beat James Harden one-on-one almost every day in practice, and Kyrie was barely even in basketball shape. It demoralized Harden. What a fat fuck. <laughs> Things reached the breaking point. Oh, this is what, See, this isn't from even Shine? written in English, so I hope you didn't write this, Nick Shine. Things reached the breaking point. Came when oh god, 
When Kyrie called Harden washed after completely locking him up on one scrimmage, and an assistant had to break up as two tempers flared, and the relationship spiraled downhill from there. This is the worst thing I've ever read in my life. Actually, I retract my my sense of gratitude for that, Nick, because it wasn't even written in English. It must be either. It further uh, proves the point, nonetheless, that Harden sucks at basketball. (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, it's 11, 12 in the morning. I don't know if Dean has cracked it. What is that? Diet Coke. What else is fucking new? Uh, Another Diet Coke on the docket. But anyway, let's get into some football because we are not letting football die, ladies and gentlemen. I know football ended yesterday, or Sunday, rather. Yesterday, we got to talk about the Super Bowl. Now there's actually, you know what? Shout out to, who was it? There was a, a Twitter account. I put them on blast because they were like, look at, uh, the. Uh, did you see the freeze frame of the final play on Jamar Chase running yeah. clear? Okay. Yeah. One of the guys, I can't remember who, and it doesn't matter because it should be an incredible source at this point. She goes, imagine the time you would have, it had they drafted Penny Sewell. Then you don't have freaking Jamar Chase running down the sidelines. You don't get both. So stop, you dork. You don't. You have no idea what you're talking about. That yeah, made me no, so that was irate. Dumb. I mean, maybe they would have been better off if they drafted Penny Sewell down the line. But for this season, it was Jamar Chase. Jamar show. Chase was an absolute monster. He, he, he basically won them the Chiefs game single-handedly. He made Joe Burrow, and I know that I'm a big Joe Burrow fan, but really the, whole, the, the story this season for the Bengals, as good as Burrow played, Really, it was Jamar Chase. Like, that's the difference maker to me yeah, on that of offense. Shine cleaning, uh, clearing the air. Speaking of clearing the air, uh, Shine says uh, it was from a reporter screenshot. So whoever that reporter is, take his or her credentials because they can't write. <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about some also some try. One guy trying to clear the air is Kyler Murray. He took the Instagram yesterday and he went out there and said, this ain't me. I don't do this kind of stuff. No drama, blah, blah, blah. Like, bro. You deleted your entire Instagram account. That's not causing drama. Don't tell me you're above that. Don't I wonder tell me if you're maybe his his inadequate PR person did it for him. And no then- shot. These guys all have their own social medias now at this point, except for Jimmy. Like you know, like they everybody runs their own social media, and this guy wiped his shit clean. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's all coming back. You got it. Got it. Got um, it. Yes. But did you just really, you wipe, he wiped his shit clean? Yeah. <laughs> We're all wiped over the place Instagram right now. So he clean. wiped his ass after taking a dump. Yes. Uh, and then he scrubbed his Instagram. Yes. The the Instagram scrubbing, when you get to, when you re, like erase your, your. It's a your, direct message. It's a direct it's message. A, it's like it's a, a shot fired. In some it's ways a, we'll call it a DM. Yes. It's a direct message to the team that you yes. want out or that you're unhappy. I don't know. I don't think Kyler wants out. I think he understands the business at this point. But he said that he was set up for failure. Quarterbacks, what does that mean? Quarterbacks in their rookie contract. Is he in his rookie contract still? Yes. I don't know. Yes. Kyler's definitely in his rookie yeah, contract. Definitely. So quarterbacks in their rookie contract don't just get out. You know, like their, their value is too high right now, even though he's a high pick. He was a first pick overall. So he is getting paid more than a typical rookie contract. But still, there's no way like the value on Kyler is there. The team is fully invested in him. They get rid of everybody before they get rid of the the quarterback in this situation. The coach goes, the whoever it was goes. A, it was a piss poor attempt to clear his name because he's the one who did it. He's the one who started this drama. He's the one. And then I heard some crap on friggin' ESPN coming into it. I don't know why I do this to myself, especially after a good workout, right? LA Fitness and, and where are we? Oh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I know what's coming. You know what's coming. I'm so, sure everybody else knows what's coming. So all of a sudden you're listening to Keyshawn and, and I like Keyshawn, but then there's Max Kellerman and I think that that dude needs to just stop talking sports outside of boxing. I think he has a brilliant boxing mind. Stick to that, Max, because everything else you talk is just a sheet in front of you. 
who can we piss off today, right? And now they're talking about a straight-up trade, Dak Prescott for Kyler Murray. Stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. They're like, well, Kyler Murray doesn't lose in AT&T Stadium, and they would change the dynamic. And with that running game, and he'd be relinked with CeeDee Lamb and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, they're not, they just paid Dak Prescott all this money. At least, like, There's no at trade. At least Dak, you could say, is like a mentally strong guy. The way all these reports are coming out about Kyler right now is that he's just weak-minded. Weak. Uh, playing the blame game, he's upset with how he's he feels that the team is making him the scapegoat. I don't think the team is doing anything. I think mm-hmm. the media does what they do. That's not on the team. Kyler, you lost. You got beat up in the playoffs. Your, your but team- he also said, I was set up for failure. What does that mean? That To me, that's a direct shot you're coaching. And the front office. I don't know. I mean, set up for failure. They went out and traded for Hopkins. They did a lot of things. They got right. you James J.J. Watt to help the defense. They made moves on offense. They got, yeah, no, no. You set yourself up by yeah, being 5'4". This is why this whole tries to clear the air thing doesn't sit well with me because I just don't think he did a good job. I think he did a piss poor job at doing that. We'll see how this plays out. There's a lot of things on the calendar. We'll get into it as we get into free agency, but there's a lot of dates to keep in mind about because we'll be going into that. But before we get into all the free agents, somehow, some way, another rumor about Carson Wentz being moved on from from another team. The Eagles shipped him off like he was nothing, right? I mean, yes, they got some compensation for him. I get it. But now, all of a sudden, reports coming out that the Colts want out of Carson Wentz as well. Like, are we just... When is When are we going to concede that this guy's not the leader that everybody thinks and hopes he would be? Because he's clearly not. He's clearly not the guy. Philly moved on from him, and now the Colts, after one year... Well, is done with I it? didn't particularly read the report. So, like, I saw... It did come from Florio, from, so, from Pro Football you know, Talk. Like, it could be a lot of bullshit. Too. I don't know that the Colts are in a position to move on from Wentz. A, I don't think the contract is well, all that saying, bad, all where things they, considered yeah, where at this go? point. B, I know the Colts had a lot of money to spend last offseason. I'm not sure where they're at right now. I know you were looking earlier at the free agent, you know, cap space and things, but are the Colts in a position to make a, a serious move? Do they have draft capital? Do they have? Well, they just got draft cap. They know they gave it up for Carson Wentz. Well, I don't know. Did they give up that much? Remember, one of them turned into a first because of the snap count, yeah, and then yeah, another you're first. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So, so they, they gave up a lot of uh, a lot of more. They mortgaged their future around Carson Wentz. And now, why say that things are f- like there's friction? Or Gun there's to fr- my head. I don't. Where know are that, you going, Carson? I want to know the source. Like I know that Frank Reich has a really good relationship with Carson Wentz right. and was like both over the moon Lord. ecstatic about bringing Wentz to Indy. I don't see this as a situation that is really going to gain much steam over the offseason. A, I don't think many teams are going to be willing to give up much capital with, for a guy like Carson Wentz when there's going to be potential Jimmy G's like that are actually on the market. And, I mean, Jimmy G's almost the same thing as Wentz. He's probably a better leader, better winner. But, yeah, Indy's in trouble if they move on from Wentz unless they're able to bring in a guy like, like I, said, I have no idea. They, they're, we'll they're go over the free agents, but, I, I mean, to me, I feel like – this is definitely a, a play to to trade him for another starting quarterback who's starting right now in the NFL. Like a swap with, with Kirk Cousins or or something to that effect. I don't know. Pittsburgh, maybe? I don't know. Like I, this, I could see Wentz in Pittsburgh, but I don't see it I don't see Pittsburgh giving up anything to <laughs> get Carson Wentz. I just think that the, the Steelers aren't gonna move on next year with a rookie quarterback. I think that there there's gonna be somebody else. It's gonna be a veteran guy, maybe a Jimmy G, one of these cousins guys, uh, mm-hmm. maybe even Winston. I'm not sure what their money looks like, but I could see Jameis and Pitt. We'll see. Guys, behind every great sports fan is a spouse or a significant other that tirelessly puts up with us day in and day out. And sometimes they're even bigger fans than we are. 
At Shop Sports, we're all about helping all brands expand their business. And today, we want to talk to you guys about a women's clothing company out of North Carolina called Lilac and Sage Boutique. Tell them, Dita. Lilac and Sage Boutique is a veteran-owned, LEL spouse-operated boutique based out of North Carolina. They were founded by those who serve. Their goal is to continue their service by providing affordable clothing to other hardworking women. They ship orders all over the world. They have all sorts of amazing styles, ranging from women's tops, rompers, to sundresses. I myself have already purchased way too many items, and I'm coming back for more. Guys, you have to act now, and at checkout, be sure to let them know you heard about them via Chop Sports by entering the code CHOP10 and get 10% off your purchase at checkout. Visit them online right now at www.lilacsageboutique.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook, at Lilac Sage Boutique. And join their mailing list like I did so I don't miss any of their new arrivals. You heard it from the producer herself, ladies and gentlemen. Check out lilacsageboutique.com. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it. They got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. Um, so speaking of seeing guys go to different locations, there is, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, the, the quarterbacks will start with, but we do want to dive into free agency. What the, the Just so you know, the, here's the calendar, okay? Look at that belly. I know, right? This is great. The new league year starts on March 16th. So that's when everybody's contract runs up, and then you're now either a free agent or you're going into your next year of your contract, right? Um, on February 22nd, which is actually a week from today, the, fr- the, the franchise tag uh, opens up. So you're allowed to tag... Whoever the hell you want, you only get one. Um, and then, obviously, I think there's like a transitional tag or something like that. There's like different kinds of tags, but there's only one. Um, you can use that from February 22nd to March 8th. And then after that, on July 15th, the, uh, the franchise tag is now unable to be slapped on anybody. So you have to play in your contract year, if you're a last year of your contract, whatever. Uh, but we, we decided offense today, defense tomorrow. NFL free agency is going to be here before you know it. And there are teams in a situation where they have money, and then there are teams that are really hurting right now. So to just give you a a brief idea of cap space before we get into free agents of where you could potentially land, right? Leading the league in cap space are the Miami Dolphins. Now, they have a brand-new head coach. They got a new regime going on in there. The owner's under fire. He needs to perform. They have $63 million to spend this offseason. The cap has gone up to 208. So that's the projected cap as of right now with the new launch and the new leap uh, of that. So $63 million for the, uh, for the Dolphins, $59 million for Scoops Jaguars. Bengals, the Bengals. Now, this is, this is the one that really intrigues me. The Bengals are coming off a Super Bowl loss, and they have $57 million. I said this earlier to you. Space. The Bengals are probably the cheapest franchise in all you of sports. You did say that. That's just a thing that's been happening in So Cincinnati you don't foresee them while. helping out? Their owner is a douche. He doesn't know how to build a football team uh, obviously they have joe burrow maybe they'll change the the ideals in in cincinnati but just basically over the course of history mm-hmm. the bengals it's been a shithole to play and look at the way carson wentz or carson palmer was like i'll retire and they like they called his bluff and he actually did retire and left football <laughs> for a year that's how bad he wanted out of there 
They kind of screwed AJ Green over towards the tail end too. Fifty-six million dollars for the Chargers and the New York Jets. 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 Jets comes in at forty-eight million. The other side of the spectrum, which guys are, you know, as these free agents come to be, you're not going to get too excited because you got to do a lot of shifting around on your own team first. Coming in at the the reddest of the red is the Saints at $75 million. So good luck to that defensive coordinator who just became the head coach. Maybe that's why Sean Payton wanted Outski because, boy, oh, boy, like that's a lot of wheeling and dealing. But unfortunately for me and Gooch, next is the Packers at $50 million over the cap right now. And the Dallas Cowboys are $21 million over the cap right now. And, of course, the Vikings, the Rams, the Giants, the Titans, the Niners, those teams kind of in the middle. They're also in the red, but not as bad. But, Jesus Christ, the Saints, somehow they do it every year, right? Like, they do it every year. They'll be fine. But $75 million. I'm just going to prove the, prove how the salary cap is a myth with this with this one statement. Mm-hmm. And I know it's going to be Packer-related, but I'm just going to use this as an sure. example. Because you've seen the Rams do it. You've seen the Saints do it. The Packers right now are the second worst cap situation in the NFL, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they're set to offer Aaron Rodgers a record extension to make him the highest paid player in the NFL. Riddle me this. <laughs> Explain. How did that work? They're also uh, about to franchise tag Devontae Adams. Which, by the way, it I also want to 20- point out. I want to point out the franchise tag value. So, look, if you guys are unaware of how it works, you get one franchise tag, but depending on the guy's position is how much it's going to cost your team against the cat. The quarterback is obviously the highest $29.5 million this year running back only 9.5. That's good. If your running back is a free agent, you're in a good spot. The receiver though, like a Devonte Adams is $18.5 million against the cap. So if they don't extend, I think that's Devante, actually going to be higher too. I know that this is, is that a fact or is that that's a fact? I'm looking right that's at it. Yeah. I keep seeing higher. I keep seeing 22. I'm, I'm hoping it's 18. Yeah. 11 million for the tight end. And then finishing up the offense, uh, an offensive lineman will cost you $16.5 million for the one year. Uh, uh, Nick shine brought something up. You could bring that up again, just so I can read it. Jets number is misleading because the two top 10 picks, they're going to need an estimated 20 million to sign the draft class. Very true. Very true. That is very misleading. So maybe the Jets out, won't be as active. I do want to call out one of Ken Pullman's comments because he said Rogers to the Steelers would clear a ton of cap space for you. Well, I did read a comment on Facebook probably about two weeks ago where you said, I don't want Rogers in Pittsburgh. I <laughs> we lose enough in the playoffs. So pump your brakes, Ken. He is Wait. not available <laughs> for you. Yeah, just stirring the pot. <laughs> That's all he's doing I'm right seeing, now is stirring the pot. To bubble up over here. It's bubbling up. So those are the franchise tag uh, numbers. But if we're going to start with quarterback, right? You have and, Carson Wentz, though. Yeah, you can have Carson Wentz. Start <laughs> with quarterback. Obviously, you have the the poster boy right now, and that's Jameis Winston. Uh, technically, they have Roethlisberger boy, uh, you know, at, listed as a free agent. Clearly, he retired. He's done. Other quarterbacks include Teddy Bridgewater, Fitzpatrick, Andy Dalton, Cam Newton, Ty Taylor, Jameis Winston, what we just said, Jacoby Brissett, Joe Flacco. You know, so there's a lot of quarterbacks that are out there. But, Gooch, the guys I just rolled off, are any of those guys a potential starter? There's in the a one next starting year? caliber quarterback, and that's Winston. I think the Saints are a playoff team over Philly, no doubt in my now, mind. Now, with the Saints being if, 75 mil in the hole, what are they going to do? They might have to, they might have to go taste the hill. No, I think if anything, Taysom Hill, there's no guaranteed money in his contract whatsoever. Oh, his so contract is so I wacky. would say Taysom Hill, out of all the players in the NFL that are a cap casualty, potential cap casualty, he's the top of the list. I can't imagine them bringing him back because you could give that money to Winston. You know, I think the Saints kind of have something with Winston. I know the players like him. I was listening to, was it Cam Hayward? No, he's a Steelers. Cam Jordan? Yes, he's a Cam saint. Cam Jordan's a saint. I was listening to an interview. And what he a good was, guy. He's a saint. He, yeah, that's funny, actually. He was... um. 
he was politicking basically in an, in an interview over Super Bowl week to say, Jameis, come on back, bro. Like, we need you. So, obviously, teammates like Jameis Winston. I know the media has their fun with the guy, but he's a hard worker. And I saw him, like, a month removed from ACL surgery doing the same funky, weird-ass drills that he always does. So, I um, wouldn't... Who we got in MMA? Yeah, Stimmy OG actually came in. Where, what about Stimmy Garoppolo? He is not a free agent. So that has to be trade. It's actually funny. And it's Stimmy Garoppolo. That's actually really funny. Uh, but he's not a free agent. Not 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 on this list, at least. So, I mean, I, I think he's got one more year left on his deal. But that's why it's tradable, because there's only one more year. And if you do trade him, you'll more than likely extend him past that. Um, let's see. MMA court coming in. I want to hear about Colby and Jorge right the F now. Unfortunately, you're going to have to wait. <laughs> or you can go to ChopSportsMedia.com right now. And down, well, shit, that's not available yet, but it will be available in the afternoon. The Chop Heads Combat Sports Podcast, hosted by myself, Gooch, and of course the Reverend. In other Tommy words, Dick. go subscribe. Yeah, to go that subscribe. Podcast. Yeah, I'll send you the link. Justin. And we're going to be getting on YouTube uh, talking about this stuff too, as well, going forward in the future, uh, quick future. But yes, yeah, so if you're watching this video right now, please do me a favor, like the video, subscribe to the channel, helps us out tremendously. So those are your quarterbacks. Uh, the way I see it is that Jameis Winston is in fact the only starting caliber guy i may lean towards teddy bridgewater maybe i'm talking desperation here i'm talking this guy might get signed as a backup and wind up starting because of an injury and he's capable yeah but he's not a starting he's not gonna get starting he's, quarterback he's a, money he's a clear-cut backup in the league and proven by the fact that he's had three stops and all three stops he hasn't materialized anything as a starter so while he may be decent stopgap guy, but Teddy Bridgewater is always going to be the Achilles heel on whatever offense he's he's running. What about no doubt. what about Cam Newton? You think he's done? What about him? Cam I'm asking Newton, you. Cam Newton was done two years ago. So as far as so I see, no team is going to take a chance on him or his cryptic Instagram post or anything like that. Absolutely not. Okay, absolutely not. Moving on over to the running back position, in which you know a lot of people are out there saying, "Don't pay the running back. Don't pay all this money for the running backs." Well, there is a nice little class. Uh, it's headlined by, I think, playoff Lenny Leonard Fournette. Um, but here are just a couple of them, just off the top of my head, well, top of this list. Melvin Gordon, who received forty-seven and a half percent of the snaps last year, so he got a workload. Melvin Gordon is a free agent, and now if you think about, if you want to put a little bit of a fantasy spin on this. Javante is the yeah, guy. Yeah, that's that's where I was going to go with yeah. it because I Javante don't. Javante is I don't the guy. think there's anybody that's going to move the needle in terms mm-hmm. of running backs. Fournette might be a nice piece to an already good team. It's I almost have the same feel about free agent running backs that I do about uh, drafting a running back. Where the only time you draft a running back in the first round is if you're picking at the back end of the first round. You have a really good team and you just need that one extra BPA, piece. That's player yeah. available. And I I think that the free agent running backs, particularly this class, there's nobody that you're going to give a bunch of money to. But there is some guys that you could. You know, look at for situational football. Yeah, David More Johnson. More so what I look at when I see free agent running backs is like, okay, who's the next guy in line on the team that he's leaving? And we already saw Javante Williams was a beast all year. I think he's going to be all right. I think that, you know, potential going forward for next season, a little advice is back end of the first round, early second round, Javante Williams is definitely off the board for me. Um, I do want to, before we move off of running backs, there are there is one decent uh, Patrick uh, Richard or Ricard from the, the the Ravens. He's a fullback, but he's a free agent. So if anybody's looking for a fullback, <laughs> there's definitely uh, ways to do it. But yeah, running backs, it's hard for me to, to pay this running back. I know it's stupid coming from me saying like, oh, pay Zeke, you know, anything he wants. But I think, I think that what happens when you see a situation like that is you like the player. I, I want the Packers right. to play Devont, pay Devontae Adams, but I understand that 
going forward, I'm going to be like, damn, man, that contract's horrible because he's 34. The Zeke contract <laughs> you know? is, is tough. And Zeke right now, as much as you liked him three years ago, right now the, the shine is a little bit gone. You have you have your history with the guy, but come on, let's be real. You're paying him way too much. If you That's the fix right there. If yeah, you really I mean, want to be honest. I'm not moving on from Zeke. Yeah, you're not because you're a fan. But if they did, you would be fine. I think right? they're yeah, but I don't and the Cowboys look, I don't look be at Tony off. Pollard as a guy that can carry the rock every like three but, downs. But there's a guy that they could pick in the back of the second round that can. Maybe for, for there's dirt something cheap. to that. Yes. I'm not gonna not gonna totally deny that fact. But I'm a Zeke uh, I'm a Zeke apologist. I've been for a couple years You're now. Be and for a couple more if if uh, what <laughs> keep apologizing for Zeke <laughs> for a couple more seasons. <laughs> well, whatever. Uh, but anyway, so moving on to the wide receiver position, which obviously Gooch is very intrigued with because it is Devonte Adams leading the class of free agents in the wide receiver market. Um, but there are other really really good receivers out there that. That if and when, let's just say, hypothetical, okay, that that the Packers do pay Rodgers all this money, right? And then, the, you know, Guten, what's his name? Guten, right? Guten Koons. Guten He comes up to Aaron. He's like, look, man, we just paid you all this money. We cannot, for the life of us, bring back Devontae Adams on what he wants, right? So then, bye-bye, Devontae Adams. He's probably going to get upwards to maybe close to $30 million a year, which is absurd if you think nah, about it. what did you say the cap was, the, the tag was? He's going to get $18 million If he year. gets tagged. Yeah. You, now remember, just so you know, these players have to sign the tag. They have no. to agree. You know, there is a window, or, and we or, said it. Or not play. That's what I'm saying. Or not play and not get paid. So you can either play in the tag or not and just sit there and rot. Who knows? But I don't I don't foresee Adams the kind of guy to sit there with. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Well, what I, I don't think, think what I thing. think if the Packers use the franchise tag on Devontae Adams, I think what it would do is just open up a window of exclusivity for them and him to negotiate a long-term deal. If they can't get that deal done. You would done, have from March 8th to July 15th. Yeah, but if they can't get, get the done. deal done within a couple weeks, then it's probably safe to say that they would move on at that point unfortunately for Packer fans, but in some ways also fortunately for Packer fans because we would probably get, uh, if we tag him, the idea is that we would get compensation for him. And at least it's Bailey, better uh, than letting the guy walk. Bailey McClug coming on in here. Unpopular opinion, but we paid Zeke based on his history. Love the back, but I think he needs Pollard in the lineup to have success. Like I just said, Pollard's there. He'll splash him. And I think that that's the way it works also, out. He's not to trying be, to go back to running He needs back to be fully healthy, which he hasn't been for a he while. He tore his PCL in week four. So he played on that the entire season for why. I have no idea. I don't understand the, the, the mindset. But then again, you think about it in the same conversation. You're thinking, why did he play, Dave? Because he makes $16 million a year. That's why he played. Yeah. You know, that's why Jerry was like, get that asshole in the game right now. He's making all this money. And, you know, like, I'm like, all right, like, I guess you got to play, you know, and I think he should have just rested. And I think he should have been a better, more effective, healthier running back down the line. I think, I think Zeke is again, I'm a, they should probably just cut him. Maybe. <laughs> no, let's not do that. Uh, Devonte Adams, obviously like is the top of the list, but listen to this receiving class. Allen Robinson. Okay, which I know you're a fan of. I mean, I don't know if he would go across town and and play he was with this the close division this rival. Close. Like, what is it? you think he you think he wants to leave the Bears and he has like love for them? He probably hates that organization at this point. Yeah, I can't foresee him being too happy there. He's been wasted. That's a wasted talent over there in Chicago. Uh, if he wants to roll with uh, the new regime and and Kyler, uh, not Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, like maybe that's a thing. I don't know. Uh, but otherwise, Chris Godwin. Now, this one's interesting because he took less money to stay last year for the one-year deal. Now he's coming back. Uh, no Tom Brady. 
So now I don't think he's going to be staying for any less money now. Well, like, no, he's definitely not taking a team discount this no, time. He it's, had not, it's not a whole run it back type deal. $15 million last year. But they did year. make it a point. Um, the Bucks said that that's their number one priority going into the offseason. Is to get Goblin back? Re, was to bring Goblin back. But he's also got an ACL now, does he not? Yes, he just got hurt. So it was a late season ACL, which another re- big name wide receiver that was set yeah, to hit the free agent market with Od- uh, Odell Beckham. They're fearing now that he retour the same ACL that he tore a couple years back. So. Yeah, Odell. That's unfortunate. You know, he might have one, to take that discount again. Odell made one point five million dollars last year, and now he's hit, set to hit the free agent market uh, with a new ACL. So there's a lot of guys like that: Godwin, Beckham, Gallup. Like they're all free agents. They're all free agents to be. Um, other one, Juju Smith-Schuster is out there. I don't like him per se, but he's out there. Ty Hill. I don't like him per se, but I would definitely take him on my team because he's a really good football player. The Jets might be losing two receivers: Jamison Crowder and Keelan Cole. I'd, al- I'd also take uh, Jamison Crowder. Crowder's a good slot guy. I feel like he's a very Randall Cobb-esque is Jamison Crowder. Very reliable, good third down guy. Yeah. Mike Williams coming off a really good year for the Chargers as a free agent. But the Chargers are also $56 million up. So my assumption is they bring him back or tag him. Um, other ones, Corderell Patterson, who all of a sudden reinvented the wheel. He's a free agent. He's a Swiss Army knife now. Now uh, kind of curious to know where what his market is as a running back or as a receiver. You so know, it's like, like him and Debo are this kind of I wonder if I wonder if the if the 49ers kind of saw what the Falcons were doing with Cordero Patterson and that was kind of like, hey, that's Debo working mode. really well. We have Debo and he could do that way better. I think that there is some truth to that possibly because Here's a if, question you, for if you look at the way it happened this year, Debo wasn't getting the carries like he was in the second half early no, on. He was not. Here's a question for you though. Ready for this? This is this is gonna actually be an anomaly. The Falcons. They need to slap a franchise tag on Cordell Patterson. What do they do? Do they slap it as a running back or do they slap it as a receiver? Odds uh, are I they mean, slap it as a running 100%, back. 100%, but you could expect there to be another case like there was with Jimmy Graham back in the All day. All of a sudden, they just changed where, position. Where they, yeah, well, Jimmy Graham was basically lining up at wide receiver every single snap, but they were listing him as a tight end, so when he got tagged, it was like $6 million instead of getting the $14 million that wideouts would get, so... Oh, my God. Bailey McClug actually comes in. First time being able to watch the live show. He's on the West Coast. He's the Velveeta Cheese Kid on Twitter. I'm right. Didn't I tell you Velveeta hit me up? And Yeah. <laughs> shout out to this guy, man. What up, Bailey? I, I, I know who you are. All right. So uh, that's the wide receiver class. Deshaun Jackson out there. Let's see if he finds a home. Beckham. Uh, there's a lot, dude. Christian Kirk. Marquise Goodwin. They're all out. This list goes on and on yeah, and on. there's a ton of wideouts. So if the Packers... They do have some safety nets out there. If Devontae does happen to walk, mm-hmm. you know, I well, also... that's what I'm saying. All right, so let's just say you can't afford him. Who do you want just if, as a fan? Me? Who do I want? Allen? I would take Allen Robinson, Robinson. because okay. I feel like he's got some, some juice left in the tank, some okay. gas left, and I think he'd be kind of uh, bitter about the way things went in Chicago, so he'd have some motivation there. And I'm a Penn State fan, so bringing Allen Robinson to Green sure. Bay would be ideal for me. And... I don't think he'll be that expensive because he's coming off of a down year. Top free agent wide receiver, Braxton Berrios. Um, that was a great signing I also, signing by I the also Jets. think Brandon Cooks will become available very shortly. That guy, I feel like he's always available. Yeah, but Either I also, via trade but or I via also feel like he's always productive. Yeah. No matter where he's gone, Brandon Cooks has actually been solid. All right. Uh, what are we going? What's next? Tight end? Offensive line. Okay. So now the offensive line is intriguing because obviously the one topic of conversation with the, the Bengals is hey, we need to protect Joe Burrow. The way you do that is usually within the draft, but there's a couple guys out there that are going to be free agents. Um, as far as snap count is concerned, 
97% of the snaps by Dwayne Brown over in Seattle. His is a voided contract, so he's going to be available as well. We have Who do we have up there as the main poster boy there? That's Trent Brown. So he played only 44% of the snaps. He's 29 years old, so he's got some youth to him. Um, you could do that. There's also Brandon Sheriff, who is the right guard. He played 61% of the snaps. He made $18 million last year, so that boy's going to get paid as well um there are teron armstead armstead again a guy that the saints are going to have to somehow figure out if they want to keep him around yeah, because it probably be a they got they got some decisions i think make. that there's the big move that the bengals make if any there's that stream yard logo up there by the way what's up with that anyway keep going oh um, where's that coming from that's coming from the uh don't worry about it i mean I well, it. there you go good um completely lost my train of thought that's with a, that, that little i don't boost. know why that popped up that's so weird I, yeah. stream yards uh tr- oh i was talking about i think us. the bengals are going to make a big splash with the offensive line because they all that to. money all that money that they have they have all the skill you said they're cheap up. though so they are cheap but if there's something that they could probably do economically would be getting a tackle or a guard you guys got to do a trade show. The players rumored to be available through trades a lot more intriguing than this free agency list. I, I agree. I agree too. So maybe we'll. But do here's that the later. thing that that or maybe you like... should bring your big ass down to the studio and we'll talk. How about that? <laughs> How about that, Nick Shine? That's that's a definitely. I an think open as door. as the um, off season starts to materialize, like right now, we're just introducing the off season to right. you guys. So right. as things materialize towards March, we'll definitely get into more of the trade rumors yeah, and, for sure. and where people will end up and things like that. For sure. All right, tight ends. Before we wrap up the offense tomorrow, we'll do defense. Tight ends, the, the class is headlined by Zach Ertz, who had himself a nice little year uh, with, with Kyler Murray after the trade, but now he needs to get paid. Uh, he played 73% of the snaps, so the guy's on the field a lot. He's 32. He made $8.5 million last year um, with $13 million in guarantees, so that was definitely uh, legitimate. Um, but the one underneath him is Gronk. Now, do you think... Gronk finds a way onto a team, or is he returning to Tampa? What do you think the Gronk story is going to be? I think Gronk's going to retire. Done. I think he made a funny joke about getting on board with Joe Burrow, but Joe Burrow ended up losing the game, so why does he want to CJ Uzuma, Uzama, is also a free agent, so they might need a tight end. So that's intriguing. That's funny to think about. Jimmy Graham, also free agent. Uh, Ebron, Cook, Tanyan, your boy, coming off injury, free agent. Do you think that other guy, the, the guy that replaced him, did enough to be the f- starting, or are they going to have to address tight end? No, they definitely got to address tight end. I Has mean, to be, Tanyan right? probably will be out for a little a little bit of next year. doesn't matter. Do, He's a free agent. I think the him. Packers will probably bring Tanyan back. Um, but the, the Packers had Mercedes Lewis. They had, they have a decent uh, core of tight ends. Josiah DeGuara, who they drafted That's way the too early. That's the guy I was early. talking about. Yeah, I feel like the tight ends are decent over there, but they don't have a, a, a real legitimate pass catcher at tight end. Even if they bring Tanyan back, he's more of a red zone guy. All I right. would love Zach Ertz in Green Bay. I love it. Zach Ertz is a phenomenal athlete. I think he's great. I think he's got some – I think he still has some better years ahead of him. I know Dallas Goddard just kind of came out, you know, shot out of a cannon with Philly. Um, Bailey coming – it never happened, but Gronk could actually protect Burrow. Well – I guess he. I mean, he could block. So well, I don't mean. I don't think he means protect Burrow. I think he means as a safety net. Oh yeah, of course. Having a tight end like Gronk. Yeah, that that could be a thing, man. But look, at one point, at what point is the wheels going to fall off for Gronk? I feel like this season he was really struggling (laughs) mentally. Well, (laughs) the wheels are they're gone. But that's part of what makes Gronk what he is, though. It makes him great is his attitude. But 
Yeah, the wheels are falling off with Gronk, man. He's old. I don't think he's going to chase anything. He's paid. He's doing commercials, the most annoying commercials in the history of the world. Uh, he's doing commercials. He's worst. already got 41 fucking rings. Which, by the him way, and you Tom even... Brady have been dating on the side for 11 years at this point. <laughs> so what is he going to go do? Cheat on him with Joe Burrow? Which, I don't by the way, so. it's funny. You should say he makes the worst commercials. In pre, you were saying you didn't like any of the NFL commercials for the Super Bowl? I did not. Really? I hated the Sopranos commercial. What the that's like the one thing that it made me almost want to go watch. So if you're like, oh, I want to, oh, I wonder what this is about. And it's like, are they doing a Sopranos movie like with the actual cast? And is this like going to be a real I just like thing? It. And then it's like, no, they're, it's just a car commercial. And you're like, oh, how much down? <laughs> how is it on gas? Oh, it's not, is it electric? Cause they're not, they're not really it's telling electric. me much. Uh, no. Well, honestly, uh, I, I find it as a great commercial because that's where I grew up in that area. Like you see a bunch of places that you see every Sunday when you go to grandma's house, which by the way, happy, uh, happy birthday, grandma rose up in heaven. The today. best and worst commercial at the same time was the, was the scan bar. Oh, it was the what? And of course I'm like, I'm like, Oh look, a thing. It was, oh, it was, the oh, wait, it, was they by far, it. it was by far the most <laughs> effective one because their, their website traffic shot up. Oh, 100%. You know? so I, I didn't go on visits. To, they probably I didn't got. go on to the Chevy Cavalier or whatever that truck commercial was and say, Hey, um, <laughs> I wonder what that truck is all about after the Super Bowl. The only <laughs> next shot, let alone going. during the only thing to make me dislike the military is Gronk doing USAA commercials. <laughs> okay. You got me. This is Robert Gronkowski, <laughs> Super Bowl champion. Oh my God. It's slap so, that face. It's so bad. Oh, and here, Mark, that's not a bad play. Gronk goes back to the WWE. He's got a role there. You know that you know the WWE would take him back. Yeah, in because all you'd have to do is show up once every four months. Ooh, like all the rest ooh. of the guys. Ooh, I like this. Sopranos hidden message that Meadow and AJ survived. That's cool. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're they they survived the the attack on survived Tony. what the last episode. Do I have what? to ruin the Sopranos for you? No, I He's I know, but like it's not it. like they were in like a. I don't think that kids get killed like that in the mob, do they? Are you? Are, Everybody what? gets killed. Are you kidding? There are no rules in the mob. This dude. is not the cartel. Right. I'm not saying it's a cartel. There's no. It's the same rules. I don't think that people are often children in the in the. I mean, Italian they weren't children mob. at the end of the season. At the end of the series, they were yeah, grown AJ, adults. AJ did have a shootable face, so I get it. You know, <laughs> he was doing hood rat. Soprano, shit not not Bascoan. Sorry <laughs> if AJ's just catching this now. Uh, but wait, the, that's why who was emotional? Meadow. What was she emotional? Thirteen they were just years after each the other fact? again for the first time. Like after yeah, man, it's been hugged. a while. They probably were in protective custody. So we're yeah. we're to assume now we're now we're gonna really so now dissect we're, this. We're, we're to assume <laughs> that that was their reunion, and did they go do it in front of the store that their dad got plugged at? Stevie Mac coming in. I loved it. I used to eat at bars all the time. Seeing that was so cool. Seriously. The only, the only good I love thing, that part. I know, I'm, I'm probably I like gonna, his picture. The only good Stevie. thing about that intro was the pig that they have from the some meat shop in Elizabeth that I've seen my entire life going to my grandma's. That's about the only thing that was cool about that commercial. Oh, man. They used to, I think the, in the intro, they used the original intro. They used Pizza Land, I think the name of the place was. I mean, that's it's, it's like yeah. so, Spells Harrison and, and Nork and Carney. That's like, that was my that was my Sunday see, we spot. got we got Sam Grasso coming in and saying family is off limits in the Italian mob. And it, I always thought that. It's like, you don't. Oh, hey, oh, Sam. What are you, what are you talking you know? about, bro? <laughs> like, I lost doing, my uncle bro? Alfresco. Shot dead in the back of the head. No red bicycle. If anybody can name me that movie that I just did, I will personally give you $25 off of any merch you want. So that half of the people in the comments are like, we dude, I got stacks on stacks of discount codes no, right but, now. It's Joe Palumbo and well, Joe and, Palumbo, we owe money to. Yeah. So Joe, <laughs> so, so we'll just, just tack it on the top yeah, of we'll that. Tack it on the top. If anybody can nail that movie line, okay? What I'll just say it now. 
I woke up on Christmas morning. I came down the stairs, and what do I see? Uncle Alfresco shot dead through the back of the head. And the worst part, no red bicycle. If anybody can name that, bro, you'll be my best friend for life. For um, life. Like, we'll, we'll hang out today. We'll go out and grab a beer. Because that is the best, one of the best movies of all time. Do, is there, really like, a time somebody, limit? Uh, no, there's no time limit, but if my dad's watching live, he'll probably chime in. I hope Ben Wexler comes in with the answer, so you got to go out for some <laughs> beers with Ben later. You have to unblock him. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Ah, dad just texted me. He just texted me and popped up, and he got it, of course. He just texted me. He will, I will not. Oh, shit, Ken Paulman. Damn it. All right, I owe you more money. And and now Kyle Kerm's coming in, but Ken Paulman was first. My Blue Heaven is one of my favorite underrated movies of all time. Steve Martin's in it. Uh, he's the, the I know the movie now that Steve Mar Steve Martin I know I know all no, that shit but I don't have titles and that quote though and got the answer that um, way. I don't uh, no no Nick I don't Shine, think Ken, Ken Pullman Jesus. is not is not cheating no that's a guess though good one. guess but my blue heaven great movie there's a line in that that I suggest I don't know about the sauce though maybe the sauce cheated I suggest you use when you're out shopping grocery shopping with Ashley right and she goes into to, to the frozen food section opens up the door you got to say you know it's dangerous. For you to be in the frozen food section. Why do you sound like and Jerry? She's gonna why say, do you sound like Jerry Jones right now? I don't know. No, you don't. <laughs> and she's gonna say, why? 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 Why is it dangerous? Because you can melt all this stuff. <laughs> That's the greatest line of all time. I've never. I got to use it once, and she looked at me like, "Why are you filming me?" I'm like, "I forget it." Yeah. So <laughs> like, let's be real. Like, exact reaction you got. Now you know Ash. So yes, if I'm like, "Hey Ash, what are you doing in there? It's dangerous." It's like, what the fuck are you saying to me? <laughs> Forget it. Just like, forget it. She's going to be like, go oh. look at the Ben and Jerry's flavors and shut up. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so that, Chris that, hates grocery shopping. Chris hates everything right now. Chris, I feel like Chris hates the I world. I feel like I feel less than manly when I push the, the, the grocery cart around. I have two. I, I require to do that because I'm, I don't want to be the douche on the side like, what do we need? And just no, walking no, down. I mean, if I'm manning the I cart. I feel like just standing there and, and pushing it is, I feel very ladylike. I can't help it. You and it takes away your masculinity. You know what I do? You know how I operate? When the, when the one wheel is definitely the only up. The only <laughs> way uh, a red-blooded male is allowed to grocery shop is by standing in front of the cart and pulling it like a real... Like a real boss. I can, you know what I hear in the background? The the Home Depot theme song, like boom, 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 boom. Or, <laughs> you're pulling something or the if you're like um, struggling with lower back pain, you could you could lean on the cart. You get what I'm saying? Like you could... Oh my god! You can't, you that can't much grip it and rip it, dude. You cannot yes, grip it and rip it. a lot of thought into this, and that, no. that's very alarming. Like, I, like Chris, obviously, actually coming in saying you definitely don't like grocery shopping at all. Uh, doesn't matter how heavy the basket. I'm not grabbing a cart. <laughs> that's also very true. I was carrying just, two your baskets. Your whole veins are just Bro. popping out. Just. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> and like once you commit and it's like you have the conversation on the way and it's like, she's like, why don't you just get a, a, a cart? And I'm like, no, I got the basket. And then it's like a second basket materializes after you. I lose my veins and my feeling in my hands, by the way. You you have to be. I ain't no two-trip bitch, yeah. okay? When you get home from the grocery store, if you're a man, you take everything Bro, I have on a, the I arms have a and go. I have Dude, a prototype. I I have a prototype <laughs> to, a to carry grocery bags in. Like a, like I have a thing where it's like you slip them on and you could carry like 40 bags. I never actually made it and like, put it to patent. Nothing but stopping it's anybody. actually like such a good idea, I think, because people will buy it just for the funny aspect of it. It's like no so two you're, trip what, bitch. you trying to patent this or something? Um, no, I don't have time. I think Not anymore because he just gave the idea to I don't. <laughs> he didn't give the idea. He said he has an idea. I have a lot of ideas, actually. <laughs> 
I've seen you a few. Seen those, speaking of commercials, you ever see that commercial where it's just like the caveman is like, I, "Do you have an idea?" I've seen I've <laughs> seen my ideas like actually being sold years later. I've I hear. Oh, I hated that. Yeah, I was at a bar once with my boy, and we're, you ever we're hear sitting there. Man, pun. Have we had this discussion man on pond? the show? I can't really talk. Not about on this, this show. Right no. Now. But there was. But you one do time, know what a man pun is. A man? No, I don't. Oh, Dave. I'm sorry. In the comment section, if anybody knows what a man pun is, please no, fill the people in because I'm not going to talk about it yet. Um. But no, I was, yeah, I was sitting at a bar with my buddy Mark one time and I'm, I'm like, yo, you're a fisherman. Like, obviously you, you get the best fish when it's deeper, right? And what if you're on land and you just, you can't cast as far, like you can cast as far as you can cast. I was like, what if you put like the, the rope, like the hook on a drone and just send it, right? And then you just drop the hook so far. And that was done already. Some kind of, some kind of contraption where that was, a, but we thought for sure that tomorrow we were going to Shark Tank and becoming millionaires. And when you're drinking, you really get into your feelings, and you're like, "Wow!" So we're about you're to talking about like being on land and setting something out to like. See. Obviously, if you cast, you just quit, and it just goes for as long as it goes, and then it drops. But like the good stuff is all the way deep, right? So like, how can we get the line out all the way in the middle of the ocean? Well, That's we how you guess. Is on what a man pun is a tampon for the armpit? No, but I could probably use one at this point. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, so what was the other one? Jesus, what Grasso came in? It's definitely dead time in sports when we're talking about. <laughs> 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 so the Knicks suck. Anyway, no, this has been what another are you good talking show, about, bro. Fishing is definitely a fishing sport. is a sport. Don't tell some people that it's not okay because then supermarket opens sweep. up a whole other can of worms. Supermarket sweep was kind of like a sporting event. It it's definitely more of a sport than half of the fucking Olympics. <laughs> if we're being real, <laughs> that's that's very true. Uh, all right. Well, I think it's time to get out of here. But it's been another great show here on the Chop Sports uh, Daily with Sturch and Gooch. Be sure to subscribe and like this video. Please do us a favor. If you like what we got going on, share it. Tell your friends, okay? Tell your friends that, hey, at 11 o'clock, don't watch Price is Right. Watch us because now we're talking grocery shopping, and I'm, that's Price is Right for material right there mm -hmm. so be sure to tell everybody about it go to chopsportsmedia.com for the full podcast lineup we yeah. got a new jimmy palumbo show today we got a new all-star vintage with mark jameson dom morrow my two the bad boys the bad boys of of uh, of of chop sports i'm calling them that's that's my dub they're the outsiders they're the hall and nash of our uh, of our company they're in here now 50 minutes late but the street continues scoop is in the building he must have found a uh, a car to assess but, uh, Scoop, let's talk later. I might need you to call out of work on Monday so Chris can enjoy a vacation and I need a co-host. <laughs> so we'll talk later about that. But, of course, thank you guys for watching. For Sturch and Gooch and Dina, this has been another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. Tell your friends. We'll see you tomorrow. Also, Scoop, I'm going to put the 20 on the seat for Thursday. He comes in on Thursday. They change it every week, but, yeah, Thursday. Let me know when you're coming in, Scoop. <laughs> I'm always down for calling out of work. All that talk about grocery shopping, now I just want fruit roll-ups. Oh, oh, Ashley's saying now Monday.